Hi, I'm Lexi and that's Alicia. We are two college students who met during the Disney College program and bonded over our love for all things spooky. From true crime to ghost stories, we will cover it all. Welcome, mortals, to this week's episode of Happy Haunts! Hello. So, if you couldn't tell from the title, we are talking about our namesake, the Haunted Mansion. The Haunted Mansion. Mm. Why are we talking about this? Because when we made the schedule for our episodes, I thought that the Haunted Mansion was going to be way closer to when both of us went to Disneyland, but... (laughs) That was incorrect, and it's been a month, and now we're talking about it, but that's fine. It's fine, because, I mean, it's our 25th episode, and, I mean, that's where our name comes from, is the Haunted Mansion, so. So we're probably, this is going to be more of, like, a casual, just, like, talking about it, because we love it, and. I I mean, it's, like, my favorite ride. I don't know about Alicia. It's, like, my second favorite ride. Like, Thunder Mountain still has my heart. Oh, that's right, yeah. I don't know why, but I love Thunder Mountain. Yeah, Thunder Mountain's good, though. But yeah, so we're going to talk about that. But before we like get into our stuff, I have um, some exciting tales yes. to tell. Yes. I don't even know where to begin with this story. So years ago, I don't even know how many years ago, honestly, there was this woman. And I wrote MFM, like a hometown murder about this. Hold on. Let me see if I can pull it up and kind of read you guys what I wrote to them because I have it all like written down. Do, do, do. Hometown Murder. Okay, perfect. I have it. So let me just read you guys real quick. Oh, this is not real quick. Okay, let me read you real quick. This um, Hometown Murder that MFM never read. It's fine. They get thousands of emails. It's fine. But I'm going to read this and then I have an interesting story to tell about it afterwards. So it says, Howdy, my name. I don't know why it said Howdy, but I'm going to read it to you word for word. because maybe Maybe that's why they didn't put it on the show because you said Howdy. Probably so. I don't know if I should read this intro, but I'm going to read it anyway. I can just cut it out, if not. (laughs) So, my name is Lexi, and I have gotten into your podcast recently. This was sent in May of 2017, just so everyone knows. Whoa, that's so long ago. I know, that's insane. I said, I love everything to do with murder and serial killers. My mother believes that if I hadn't been raised right, I probably would have been a murderer myself. So, thanks, Mom. (laughs) That's what I said. I mean, my mom did say that to me, so anyway. (laughs) I said, I'm from a smallish town in western Kentucky named Paducah, also known as the Quilt City, USA. You may have heard of the Heath High School shooting that happened here in 1997, but that's not what I want to talk about. Let's talk about the murder of Frank Shimwell, a wheelchair-bound 81-year-old. I was friends with the daughter of the woman who is thought to have murdered him, so I always found it extremely interesting. Penny Baird was forty-one. Was his 41-year-old wife. Keep in mind, this guy was 81. Penny called 911 after the house was caught fire in July of 2006. She told the operator that Frank was inside, but she couldn't get to him. Once the fire was out, firemen found him dead, laying on the kitchen floor in the fetal position. There was a filing cabinet laying on top of him, and he had several, and he had been severely burned. The fire investigators realized that the fire was just contained in the kitchen alone, with only smoke damage throughout the rest of the house. The autopsy revealed that there was smoke in his lungs and trauma to his head. Now, if if that doesn't have you pondering, then this will. Even though Penny had signed a prenup stating that she wouldn't inherit his money if he died, she convinced him to sign a post-nuptial agreement stating otherwise. So Penny had apparently altered some of the financial documents without Frank knowing. 14 days before he was murdered. He wrote a note saying, I, Frank A. Shimwell, reject the post-nuptial agreement. I do not want my personal property and my money to go to my wife, Penny Baird Shimwell, when I die. So that was just 14 days before he was killed or before he died. Although police didn't have enough evidence to arrest Penny, she is still the number one suspect in the still open case. She's been arrested numerous times since 2006 for felony shoplifting, possession of a handgun, by a felon, and theft. Okay, the rest doesn't matter. Um, so, but there is a cold justice episode about it, and it is... Oh, there is? You didn't, you never told me. Okay, so, like, Lexi made me read this before she said it did, and I didn't, I literally was gasping along with this because I forgot everything about it. 
But yeah. You didn't tell me that. Yeah. So it's um, season three, episode 14. And it's called The Beloved Doctor. So if you want to watch it, that's what it's about. But so I tell you guys that story because yesterday, let me start with this. I texted my aunt and my aunt and uncle are both police officers. And I texted her and I was like, hey, like she had asked me to go get baby Maddie some uh, grape juice. And so I texted her. I was like asking her because we weren't the right kind of grape juice was there. And so I was texting her asking advice. So I tried calling her and she texted me and said, sorry, we're in the middle of a prostitution bust. And I was like, oh, that's fine. I was like, you, you're doing your job. Don't worry about the grape juice right now. And so I was like, oh, it's probably, you know, just a just a prostitute, you know, or a sex worker that they had caught or whatever. No, 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 no. 17 people were arrested in this, in this ring. Yes. And so I say that because one of the arrested was none other than Penny Baird, the lady I just told the story about. Oh my gosh. So I texted Alicia. I was like, you'll never believe what happened today. And literally the comments on the post that the sheriff county or the sheriff's department posted was like, isn't that the lady whose husband was the doctor that died mysteriously and stuff like that? Like all the comments were commenting on that. And I was like, oh, Alicia has to know. And now the people who listen to the podcast have to know. So, yeah. I was like, Paducah has lost their mind. I think is what I like. I texted her something along the lines of that. It was a wild time. And then, and then my aunt was on the news, so that was cool. I was like, I know her. I was actually texting her when this was happening, <laughs> which is so crazy to think about. Like, she's a police officer or a, like sheriff, and but she has a like newborn baby at home. Like that's that I watch all the time, which is insane. Wow. But yeah, so Alicia wanted me to share that little story with you guys, and like I said, go watch Cold Justice season three, episode fourteen, if you need more information about the death of Dr. Frank Shimwell. Yeah, I think it's important. Yeah, so that's what is happening in my neck of the woods. What's happening with you? Nothing. (laughs) It's school. Like, like I'm in school. I'm trying really hard to apply to law schools. It's not really happening that much. (laughs) But we're going to try really hard. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. So that's really difficult and stressful, but I'm chugging along. You're doing great. It's great. Just think, only as of right now, there are only 109 more days until we're reunited, Alicia. I'm so excited. You are the only reason I am not dropping out of school right now. (laughs) Because I need a place to stay. Because you have to come back here because you are flying into Eugene. Yep. So, so I can't just leave. Thanks. I appreciate that a lot. I appreciate you for keeping me in school. Stay in school, kids. <laughs> so, yes. I'm <laughs> so excited about that. So, so. I'm excited too. <sighs> wow. Yeah. I just started school back. And I. How's that been? <laughs> yeah. I feel that. That's the only. There's no like words to describe my stress already. Just that noise. I am always stressed all the time and it's like not a big deal like I but I'm also just all stressed all the time. <laughs> it's not a big deal but also always like there's never not a stressful moment. <laughs> like this week has been so difficult for not just me every person I've talked to like at my school has just been like yeah this week sucks. Like I was talking to like two of my friends last night and they were like yeah like this week has just been super duper hard and like we don't know what's happening. Is it because like, it of the blood like- moon tonight? There's a blood moon tonight? Yeah. It's like a wolf blood moon or something like that. Oh my gosh. That explains everything. I literally told my sister, because my sister also said the same thing. She was like, I, because my sister goes to my school. I don't know if you knew that, everyone. But I literally was telling my sister, because she was like, yeah, like this week has just been so weird. Like, I don't even know what day of the week it is. Like, it's just been like so stressful. And then she was like, and I was like, yeah, I bet it's because, like, Mercury's, Mercury's in retrograde or whatever. No, that already happened. But, but yeah, it's just, like, I don't, I don't super know. blood wolf moon or something dramatic. I'm looking it up. Oh, my gosh. You're right. Hello. No. It's actually called a super wolf, blood wolf moon. I knew, I knew it was something weird like that. I remembered seeing the words blood, wolf, and moon. And I was like, that's weird. Wait. 
That's not today, though. Isn't it this weekend? It's in two days. It's two days. Okay, yeah. So it's coming up, though. Well, by the time you guys hear this, it's last week. But if last week was crappy for you guys, that's because of the super blood wolf moon. But, yeah. So is there anything else that we need to talk about? No. No? Not really. I don't really have anything. I don't know. I'm going to Seattle next week, but I go to Seattle all the time, so like, not a big deal. Oh, that's pretty cool, though. Yeah. I love Seattle, though. Seattle's really cool. I'm excited to go. I haven't been in, like, a year, and we're going for a conference, which is like, eh, but whatever. Well, I'm excited for that, too. It'll be fun, but, eh. All right. Well, let's um, get into yeah. this week's theme. So, I'll start. I'll, since it's technically a haunted week, I'll begin, if that's okay. Okay. Yeah, we're probably going to like just talk about it a little bit more because honestly, we neither of us wanted to do research. We've both been on the Haunted Mansion in both... Well, there's there's a bunch of different Haunted Mansions. Okay? Yes, and I, I have them all written down. And we're like... Because they're all in different parts of each park that they're in. Yeah, which is really interesting too. But also, the only one that doesn't have a, like a, a version of the Haunted Mansion is Shanghai. Okay, yeah, because there's five of them. Yeah, I don't know why Shanghai doesn't, but... Very weird. They don't. Well, so the, the five of them is there's Disneyland, which is a haunted mansion. It's in New Orleans Square. There's Walt Disney mm-hmm, World, which is in Liberty Square. And um, in Tokyo Disney, it is it Haunted Mansion? Yeah, it's just the Haunted Mansion. It's in Fantasyland. Okay, yeah. And it's in, yeah, it's in Fantasyland. And then in Paris... It's in Frontierland, and it's known as the Phantom Manor. Yes. And then Hong Hong Kong, it's known as the Mystic Manor, and it's located in Mystic Point. And we'll talk about the, or Alicia will talk about those later, about the overseas ones. And I'm talking about the ones in the United States, because those are the two I've been to. So the first one, you know, Haunted Mansion was opened in Disneyland in California on August 9th, 1969. And Wait, you have the dates they were open? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I definitely uh, did okay, not look we'll, that up. It's on Wikipedia. You can do it while I talk. Yeah, whatever. Wikipedia exists. All of this is from Wikipedia. Let's be entirely honest. I mean, for real. So, um, and then <laughs> the <laughs> Haunted Mansion in Magic Kingdom and Disney World in Florida opened October 1st, 1971. So, almost two years apart. In Disney World, it was an opening day attraction, which if you don't know what that means, it means that it was there when the park first opened ever. So it was an opening day attraction. It's been there since the beginning, but it was not an opening day attraction at Disneyland in California, and it came along about 14 years after Disneyland opened. Like I said earlier, in Disneyland, you can find the Haunted Mansion in New Orleans Square, and the architecture of the one in California is like the antebellum architecture. It's so pretty. It is so pretty. I think that's the prettiest one. Well, actually, no. Well, we'll talk about okay. that later. Well, I've only seen two of them. I think it's the prettiest one of the two I've seen. But it's... We'll talk about like pictures online. Oh, yeah. We need to, yeah, put, we need to put the pictures of them. We'll put them on Instagram. We will, we will. So, it, so it, um, the antebellum... Um, style of architecture was popular in the 19th century in the deep south and like being in new orleans like after i went to disneyland i can definitely see like this house was is like a lot of the houses you see in new orleans but the real house it's modeled after what wasn't actually in new orleans at all it's in it was in baltimore and it's yeah which is super weird because the architecture style is definitely very southern but it's called the Shipley Lidecker House, and I looked up pictures of it, and it, like, it's pretty much exactly the same as the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland. So, But it's weird that it's like in Baltimore and not in the South. But, um, so when you see it in Disneyland, the house, like the garden, you go through the garden, and the garden looks really well kept. Like, there's, I, it, are there like graves on the wall? Like, what are those called? Yeah, uh, it's a mausoleum. Yeah, is there a mausoleum on the wa- wall in the line? Yeah, like on the very far yeah, wall. Yeah, it was, it was dark, so I, I wasn't sure. But, so, you don't really go through a graveyard. You go, like, through the garden and stuff like that. But once you get inside, so you go in through the front door, and once you get inside, it's, like, all covered, covered in cobwebs because it's the haunted mansion. So, 
at the Disney World, it's a little different. I mean, it's different looking and whatever. So the version, like the architectural style of that one is a Gothic revival house, which fits perfectly. It blends in really great into Liberty Square. It also just looks super ugly. It does, but like it looks spooky. Like I feel it like it looks scarier than the one in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Like it, yeah, like you, you are you. It's like it also like makes a bunch of weird noises. Have you ever noticed? Yeah, like it just makes noises all the time. It's so weird. Um, so when you're waiting in line for the one in Disney World, you actually go through a legitimate graveyard as opposed to like the gardens in the new orleans square one and it's actually super fun because in the graveyard there's a little riddle like at the beginning of it so i love that thing when you enter there are five gravestones and there's technically six like heads because on the gravestone there's a set of twins on one of them but there are five gravestones and you kind of have to figure out like they all killed each other somehow and you have to figure out how each of them got killed and who did it um so i won't like spoil it for you because and if you i mean honestly it's on the wikipedia page if you really desperately want to know which is so terrible i can't believe they would just put it blatantly on the wikipedia page i was like what the heck yeah like because it's so much fun to sit there and figure out like who killed who and how did they do it and so don't go look up the wikipedia page like just if you want just look up a picture of the headstones and try to figure it out from there if you don't think you're ever going to make it to the one at disney world um so like i said not going to spoil it for you but so when you enter the one in disney world you actually you go to a side door and then once you enter it looks you know kind of similar has like that dusty look one of the differences between the one in Disney World and Disneyland is that in the one in Disneyland you actually step into the what they call the stretching room it's an elevator so it actually is a slow moving elevator and it goes down for you to enter Mm -hmm. the ride but when you're in the one at Disney World the wall goes up and you're actually just staying still so because when you enter the one in Disneyland you're entering on or Disney World you're entering on the ground floor already but the one in Disneyland you're going down to get on the ride yeah so Disneyland, I believe, it's because the train tracks came in. Oh, yeah. And so they had to go underneath. The train track. And underneath the train tracks so that they could have that. Because Disneyland, the thing is, like, they have to fight for space. And so like, there's just not a whole lot of, like, physical land to use because Disneyland is pretty small. Like, they did this also with Indiana Jones is actually under, or, yeah, Indiana Jones, Pirates of the Caribbean is also underground. It's so crazy, Like, a lot of the rides are underground because they have to have that space, but they do it creatively, so the stretching room is actually... An elevator. Yes. Interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. Did not know that. So, Disney World is slightly longer. I can't find the exact times, but it's just a little longer than... Disneyland's, and there, I feel like there's more stuff. Honestly, yeah. Well, I'll t- I'll tell. We'll we'll talk about which one we liked, which ones is our favorite at the end. But also, Disneyland has the Hatbox Ghost, which was super cool. And like, I was going by, and I was like, I want to see it change. I want to see it change. I want to see it change. And like, as like we were turning around, I finally saw it change, and I was so excited because like that's something Disney World doesn't have. So if you don't know what the Hatbox Ghost is. His head appears on his face, and then it goes away, and then it appears in his hat box. And I think it's just recently put in there, because, like, there were problems with it, right? So, yeah, so the hat box was an original, like, opening day part of the Haunted Mansion when, like, when Disney World, or Disneyland first started opening, first opened. But no, but there was so many, like, it wasn't Disney, Haunted Mansion didn't open when the Disneyland opened. Yeah, but like when Disneyland, when, oh sorry, when like Haunted when Haunted Mansion in Disneyland opened. Yeah. And so it was an original like part of that, but there are so many technical issues with it because it was like a really complicated animatronic that they just like back then they just didn't have the technology to do it. So they got rid of it. And so like a lot of people who are really into Disney like have a lot of like, you know, there's a lot of lore about all of it and like a lot of rumors and stuff and so people knew about it and they're like we want this back we want this back and so for disneyland's 60th anniversary which was 2015 they actually brought it back and and now it's like it's it's kind of weird in my opinion like it's really cool animatronic but it's weird because it looks way more way newer than all the other ones it does yeah it looks very modern and so it makes it a little bit 
not like complicated, but it looks a little weird and out of place, but it's a really cool like animatronic. It is. That I I like it. I like I was so excited to see the hatbox ghost. And like I was like, where is he at? Like I was like watching for him the entire time and I was <laughs> so excited because I thought it was gonna miss the transition, but I saw it and I was so excited. I couldn't remember, like I can't remember if there was something else there instead. Or, like, what was there before, because I feel like I've been to Disneyland a lot since the 60th anniversary, mm-hmm. and so I can't really remember what was if there, there was before. anything. Yeah, what was there before, if there was anything. Yeah, well, see, I've, I've only been once. <laughs> so, when I went, this is another, like, little uh, difference between the two. There was actually the um, holiday layover, which is yeah the coolest thing. It literally, so it's like Nightmare Before Christmas, and you think, oh, you know, it's just going to be like a few little Nightmare Before Christmas here things here and there. No. Nightmare Before Christmas takes over the entire Haunted Mansion. So I didn't get to see it in like it's like how it's normally supposed to be, because all I saw was the Nightmare Before Christmas version of it. So a lot of what I know about it isn't what actually is there all year long. Because, like, the bride's gone in the attic, like, in the holiday layover, layover, so I didn't see the bride. And she's there normally, right? Yes. Okay. I think so. Yeah, I but she's not there. Like, they completely change the Haunted Mansion for, like, um, Halloween and Christmas. Yeah. There's, like, a gingerbread house in the ballroom, but and, like, people are like, oh, my gosh, it smells like gingerbread in there, but, like, I didn't smell gingerbread at all. Okay, so the thing with the gingerbread house is it's an actual gingerbread house. Yeah. Like, it's not fake. They change it every year as well, but they also pump the gingerbread smell as well. Well, I, like, I was trying, I was, like, like, I was sniffing. I could not find, like, I could not smell gingerbread. I don't know, like, why, but I was very sad. Sometimes, like, you know, the, the things break. Yeah. But I definitely smelled it when I went. I was very sad about it. I was like, man, I wanted to smell the gingerbread smell. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, I know. But, like, I, like, had known, like, I had looked up all this stuff about the, like, haunted, like, or the, like, layover. Because I love Nightmare Before Christmas. And so I was, like, so pumped for the gingerbread. And I didn't smell the gingerbread. It was heartbreaking. You just, you just have to go again at some point. I'm, I'm planning on it. December. I'll be there. <laughs> or, like, September when it starts oh yeah well no i want to i don't know i kind of want to see it without the haunted without the nightmare before christmas stuff but if but if i'm planning what i'm planning right now it'll probably be december so i'll see it again with the then i'll just have to sniff it a whole bunch more yeah because yeah (laughs) like yeah it's gonna be still the haunted mansion or the nightmare before christmas yeah okay so some fun facts i have about the both or just you know just fun facts okay so um originally imagineer claude Coates he briefly developed a water ride version of the ride so yes but i don't know it's kind of cool because guests um would float through the ruins of an old plantation house which was partially submerged in the louisiana bayou so that's just kind of fun to think about like what would it be like also i kind of want to see it now (laughs) so kind of sad it didn't happen also, the props, figures, animatronics, and set pieces were built for both the Disney World and Disneyland at the same time because they knew they were would be opening the Disney World one just a couple years after the Disneyland one. So that's why it's like all almost exactly the same is because they built them at the same time, or at least like the props and mm-hmm. stuff. Now, if you're wondering if you've ever been on the Haunted Mansion, there is the lovely beloved ghost host and the voice actor who plays the ghost host, his name is Paul Fries. He was also the voice of Ludwig, Ludwig, is it Ludwig or Ludwig? Von Drake. Ludwig, Ludwig von Drake. Ludwig yes. von Drake. Uh, from DuckTales. Is oh. it, he from DuckTales? Or is he just... Uh, yeah, yeah, sounds about right. Or is Donald's uncle. I don't know, but he's a dog. You, you'd know who he is. Von Drake is a... Yeah, yeah. from DuckTales. So, Boris Badenoff, which is the bad guy <laughs> from Rocky and Bullwinkle, and, like, I couldn't remember... I was like, who... I was like, that name sounds familiar, and so, like, I googled him, and if you see a picture from him, if you ever watch Rocky and Bull- Bullwinkle, you'll know who he is. He's also the voice of the Pillsbury Doughboy... 
Whoa. Isn't that weird? <laughs> that is so weird. weird. And he was um he was the voice actor for a lot of the pirates in the parts of the Caribbean ride. The most famous pirate, the auctioneer. Ooh. Yes. So he was the auctioneer pirate. So that's a little bit about our lovely ghost host. Now, Madame Leota was named and modeled, like face-wise, after Imagineer Leota Tombs. So her last name is literally Tombs. That's amazing. Like that's, that's the most perfect person in the whole world to like model Madame Leota after. And uh, fun fact, like personal fact about Alicia and I. So we used to work in the Haunted Mansion gift shop. Yeah. Uh, Momento Mori. And so the backstory behind Momento Mori is that it used to be Madame Leota's house. And then Madame Leota suddenly disappeared. And so her beloved servants were the ones who took care of her shop. And then sometimes you can see her face appear in the mirror of the shop. So I love madame leota like she holds a special place in my heart i mean she always has but especially now my favorite thing in the entire world is when madame leota did show up in the like in the mirror and people would be looking in the mirror because like it looks like a mirror like you're gonna try the hats on and then they scream (laughs) yeah they would be like looking at themselves or even the the girls that are like real conceited and they're like sitting there looking at themselves and all of a sudden a face pops up like so yeah, good. I love it. There's a lot of fun things in the Memento Mori like shop. Let's talk about Memento Mori because Memento Mori is my favorite store in the entire Let world. Let me do the fun facts and then we'll talk about Memento Mori. I'm almost done. Okay. So there's also Haunted Mansion is one of the attractions um, from the parks that has a movie based off the ride. So <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean, the ride definitely came before the movie. So they based mm. the movies off the ride, which is pretty awesome. So also... One of the movies that inspired the Haunted Mansion movie was the 1963 movie The Haunted, which is based on the book The Haunting of Hill House, yes. which is super cool. Like, because that, I mean, everybody has seen the show now. And then I, I also talked about the the movie The Haunting, not this version, but The Haunting in our scary movie episode, right? Yeah. Yes. So the piano the one that, Oh. i'm thinking about it now i want to vomit okay it's fine so also uh this ride was very expensive to make so in 1969 the disneyland press release said that the haunted mansion cost seven million dollars why don't you guess how much that is in today's time 30 45 million dollars oh my god yeah to make the haunted mansion just i'm pretty sure just in disneyland alone but could be wrong could be disney world disneyland together but the Disneyland press release at seven million at the time, so that's insane. It's worth every penny. It, I mean, yeah, because it's amazing. I love the Haunted Mansion. Oh, it's my favorite ride. It was the last ride I rode of my program. I made sure of it. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> yeah, I know. We rode it together. So I have two more fun facts. The names of the three hitchhiking ghosts that you see at the end of the one in Disneyland and in the mirrors of the one at Disney World are gus ezra and phineas they're they're in the mirrors they're in the mirrors of disneyland as well oh are they yeah because they do have the mirrors at disneyland yeah they it's just for like you went for the the haunted mansion holiday so so they have like different but it's actually okay the yeah don't worry yeah so there are gus ezra and phineas are the names of a the beloved hitchhiking ghost and last fun fact which i knew this like knew it um, if you, in the world version, so like I said, you're in the line and once you exit, you're in a cemetery and they have a pets. well, they have a pet cemetery in the Disneyland version as well. But in the Disney World version, there's a tombstone for J. Thaddeus Toad, which is in reference to the long gone attraction from Disney World, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, which that was the weirdest ride I've ever ridden. So I'm not sad that it's closed. <laughs> uh, one other fun fact about Disney World is that they so every so there's three okay there's three haunted mansions every single one of them is slightly different so it Disney World they have the the stair room which is based on MC Escher's art and so MC Escher is this like oh I don't know what kind of artist he is but he's an artist I forgot what it was called surrealist he's a surrealist artist and he had all of these paintings with like stairs that would lead nowhere Mm -hmm. so they have a room where like you can see like if you look up there's stairs and they have footsteps like 
that are upside down, like going on it. And so they don't have that at Disneyland. They also don't have that at Tokyo Disneyland, but I don't know what the different, so I think like, I'm going to say like, I'm going to say Disneyland is the original, but I don't know what's different that much about Tokyo Disneyland because I, I haven't been in Tokyo Disneyland for a while, but then also like I looked, I watched a ride through yesterday and it wasn't that different. So I'm not a hundred percent sure, but there's something different about it. And then also another thing is that there's one section of the Disney World ride that they don't have at Disneyland where um, the wallpaper like glows in the dark. So like if you look at the Haunted Mansion wallpaper, which is like pretty iconic, it's just like it looks like it has faces in it. And there's one section where like you're going into Madame Leota's like chamber and like the wallpaper is like really dark and it looks like it has eyes that are glowing and then it transitions into the actual wallpaper. I always think that part's really oh, cool. Oh yeah, I love that part. I love the wa- the wallpaper. I have like the wallpaper purse and my background on my uh, one of my games is I play like Spider Solitaire and you can make a customized background and it's the wallpaper. <laughs> one day I'm going to have a room in my house with, with the wallpaper. wallpaper. Yes. No, that's so dark. It's going to make the room so small. Yeah. Yeah, really small. So let's talk a little bit about Memento Mori because that's where we worked. Memento Mori is really cool. So if you've never been to Disney World, it's like kind of, so it's not connected to the ride like most ride attraction gift shop based one is. So it's a pretty newer shop. I think it was It used to be a pots and pans store. Yeah, it used to be the Yankee Trader. Because people would come in and be like, where are the pots and pans? And I'm like, nope. Why are you buying pots and pans at Disney World? I'm so confused. I think it was open in like 2015. Yeah, it's like relatively new. Like super duper new. And so it's, yeah, like Lexi said, the story about it. And then what's really cool about it too is like when the Imagineers made it. So the Imagineers are in charge of every single thing, including the shops and everything. And so when they made it, they had the the Madame Leota wallpaper. There's also other hidden ghosts around, which is really cool. Yeah, they're up. Well, they're not the. I don't think they're the hitchhiking ghosts. They don't have the same names. Yeah, Gus, Phineas, and Ezra. Are but those are those their names? Yeah. For some reason, I didn't think. I thought they were different than the hitchhiking ghosts. No, they are because they have their thumb up. Wait, are you talking about the ones in the jars? Yes. The ones that are just like lights. If you go really, really close to them, they have faces. What? Yeah. Okay, so it was open in 2014. I just looked it up. But so still pretty new, like yeah. five years ago, and they, it's where you buy like all the haunted mansion stuff, and it's and some of the best. It's where you get your spirit photos made. Oh, the spirit photos! I got a spirit photo of me as Wednesday Adams, like for the Halloween party. So a spirit photo. So they take your picture, and then like when you like move, it changes into like a zombie ghost thing, and it's really cool. And that was like one of my favorite parts is when people get spirit photos made, and I got to open the secret cabinet to get their pictures out. I know. I can never figure out. How oh, that was my favorite thing. If like I heard the bell ring, I would like go grab the thing and like open the cabinet. <laughs> I loved Memento Mori, and you also had the cutest costume. But yeah, so it's really cool too. So basically, like if you're wondering what the name is, Memento Mori in Victorian times, when people were really obsessed with deaths, they would have these thing called Memento Moris, which is when people died, they would take a part of their body as like a memento. So memento is like you know like a memento, and then Mori is death. And so a lot of the times it would be lockets with like hair in it. Usually just hair. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly Sometimes hair. Maybe teeth. Sometimes teeth, but they would have it. And so that's what the name comes from. And then also like it works because it's a shop and blah, blah, blah. But what's really cool too is when the Imagineers made it, they have a bunch of Victorian death photos. In Victorian times, they would actually, as soon as someone died, they would have a photographer come in and take a photo with them. So they had like one last memory with the person that's that's dead. So So creepy. And so they have a lot of those like actual ones that they just found at like thrift stores and all these like really cool frames. And it's the best part is like you, it feels like you never have to clean. No, because it's supposed to be dirty. Supposed to be dusty. (laughs) But I love Memento Mori. I miss that place so much. I miss Memento Mori. My favorite shop in all of Disney. Also, the Haunted Mansion just has the best merchandise. It has the like the cutest merchandise. Just oh, I just love the Haunted Mansion, so I love all the merchandise. I'm gonna buy the Memento Mori sign and the Haunted Mansion sign. <gasps> yes, at some point. I want the Memento Mori one. I have the um, the trading pin version of our like little brooch that we wore. I have the brooch, the, the actual, actual brooch. brooch. Yeah, I like my sister got that for me for Aww. Christmas with the. 
She actually got me the Alex and Ani Haunted Mansion bracelet, uh, too. See, I don't wear j- bracelets enough to... I thought about it while I was at Disneyland. I thought I wanted to buy it, but I was like, mm, I kind of want the purse instead. I don't either, but I've always wanted it, and I think I might start wearing it. But to be honest, I have no idea where that bracelet oh is right gosh. now. All right. So do you want to tell us a little bit about the overseas Haunted Mansions and the versions of them? Of course. Because I have never been, the only two I've been to are Disney World and Disneyland, and Alicia's been to, like, all of them. So the only parks I haven't been to are Shanghai and Hong Kong, because I have absolutely no reason to be in China ever. (laughs) So, but one day I'm going to, because they look really We'll go together. Let's go together. That's going to be a lot of work, but we're also going to go see, like, 18,000 pandas, so. Okay, anyway... So, Tokyo Disneyland, I'm not really going to spend any time on that, because it's basically identical to the Magic Kingdoms. Like, it literally looks exactly, like, the outside looks exactly like it as well. Okay. And you said about the same same ride through? Yep. Same thing. Except the only thing is that the ghosts in the graveyard scene look really, like, new. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. They look really bright, and it's weird. But oh, also the it. graveyard like scene maybe. scares me every time because they I don't like things jumping at me and you have the ones that jump out at you and every time I'm like I know they're coming like I timed them like when they're going to come and I'm like oh I'm prepared I'm never prepared and they I scream every single time. Uh, so my I went on the haunted mansion one time with one of my friends from the first part of my program Noena I don't know she doesn't listen to this because she's too scared she's literally too scared to listen to this podcast. <laughs> I don't know if her boyfriend does but hi what's up Jan if you are and she we went on the the ride together and she closed her eyes the entire time and she still screamed whenever the noise yeah, you happened can hear yeah no and i'm my love i'm so sorry so it's the same it's like the exact same and so also the thing with tokyo disneyland they also do the haunted mansion holiday because nightmare before christmas is a really big thing in Japan. Oh, I'm sitting right. I'm. I didn't even realize I'm sitting here in my um, Jack Skellington blanket right now. Perfect. I love that. I know. I'm like looking at all my haunted mansion stuff as we record this. If you can't tell, we both love haunted mansion, and I love, love, love Nightmare Before Christmas, as you've seen from my Halloween costume with my dog. Okay. Anyway, so Tokyo is the same. I'm not gonna really spend that time. So we're gonna talk about the two that are modeled after the haunted mansion, but they aren't the haunted mansion. And there's not really so there's a reason for hong kong not being the haunted mansion so in like chinese culture like death is like really taboo Mm. like it's not like oh like haha ghosts like it is in america and japan is also obsessed with ghosts i don't really know so they decided not to do that and instead they called it mystic manor so what i really like about mystic manor is that it kind of continues the lore so there's a very specific set of disney lore which is the adventurers club or explorers club i think it's the adventurers club Nope, Society of Explorers. I have no idea what I'm talking about. I really like this because Tokyo Disney Sea, which is the partner park to their Disneyland, has this everywhere. So the Society of Explorers, or what I like to call the Adventurers Club, because you know, shut up. <laughs> they are basically these people who like go around the world and explore and like find all these magical items. And one of their biggest rides at Disney Sea that's modeled after this is actually their Tower of Terror. Oh, really? Because um, in Tokyo and Japan, Tower of Terror is meaningless. Like, they don't know anything about the Twilight Zone. Oh, yeah. So, but they wanted that ride, but they knew that, like, if they had the Twilight Zone, there was, like, no one would get the reference. So they decided to make a completely new version of it in that one. I mean, we can always talk about the Tower of Terror on another episode because it's also haunted. (laughs) Maybe we should. Yeah. Let's just change this entire thing to a Disney podcast. Okay, done. So they basically, it's a guy, he's part of the Society of Explorers. Wait, we're talking about Tower and, Yeah, really fast. Okay, sorry. I couldn't remember what we were talking about. And so then he found a mystic monkey. And the monkey is why the, like, the hotel is cursed now. Okay. And so this theme has continued on in other Disney parks and stuff. So they're starting to add it into the American ones. The actual, the new Jungle Cruise, like, you know how the Jungle Cruise restaurant opened up? Yeah, the Skipper Canteen. Skipper Canteen, that one has a lot to do with the Society of Explorers. They have, like, a lot of memorabilia, like, because I've never been inside of it. But if you go to the restaurant and you look at all the walls and stuff, there's all these, like, really cool, like, mementos and memorabilia and it's all based around this story oh okay it's really really cool and then 
the actual Jungle Cruise, to the ride, is also incorporating it a little bit now, too, because I had one of my roommates worked on the Jungle Cruise, and she mentioned it, and, like, if you look at their patches, it has that now. Oh, cool. And it's supposed to be, like, the waterfall. Mm-hmm. Like, Albert Falls is one of the, is a member of the Society of Explorers. Oh, yeah. So, like, when it's, like, the great, you know, like, something falls. The fall, ninth like, wonder yeah. of the world. The backside yeah, like, of water. Whatever falls it is named yeah. after Albert Falls. And so, that's just a really cool, and also, Trader Sam's has a lot to do with it as well. I love Trader Sam's. I've been to Trader Sam's, and I'm really bitter. Mm, I'm it's like, bitter. it's the best. We're going. I'm going at some point. Don't even worry. But yeah, when they made Hong Kong Disneyland, they decided to incorporate this like really heavily into this Mystic Manor. And so, what it's part of Mystic Point, which is kind of basically like their Adventureland. I think I'm not 100 sure. I really did not look up that much. I have no idea. Also, when it opened, but it's the it's really cool. Like it's really cool looking. It's basically like any rich eccentric millionaire's house where it has it kind of looks like a mix of like russian architecture like with like the round part and the pointy and the you know what i mean yeah i'm gonna look it up so, i don't know what it looks like so super cool and it's more lighthearted and family friendly because you know no ghosts or spirits and however like there's some aspects of the haunted mansion that still exist it's they have like the medusa po- portrait if you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm, yeah oh that's some- really pretty isn't it cool that is really cool i like it i like it a lot but yeah, they also have a conservatory that the Haunted Mansion has. And then they also have that part where like all the like the busts follow the visitors and stuff. And it incorporates a few other attractions. It has like some aspects of the tiki room and stuff like that. But what's really cool about it is that this actually uses trackless ride system. Mm. So a lot of rides nowadays in Disney, because it's like a very Disney specific technology started to use this it started off the first one was Pooh's honey hunt in tokyo which is the best ride ever which sounds stupid because it's the winnie the pooh ride but it's like a thousand times better than any winnie the pooh ride in any of the other parks yeah so good and so it's basically like there's no track like the the vehicles can move anywhere that wants to it's like magnets oh yeah like, in, like the one in cars land kind of yeah kind of yeah, and like the the Ratatouille ride. I've never ridden the Ratatouille ride, but yeah. I like the Ratatouille. Ratatouille ride as well. And so it has that same exact technology. And so it's not like the same. Sorry, I was just trying to think of what I was going to say. It's not the same kind of like ride through. It's more of like an adventure thing because what the story is about the person who owns the house, Lord Henry Mystic, and his monkey Albert. And Lord Henry Mystic is part of the Society of Explorers, and he got an enchanted music box which brings everything inside the house to life because his monkey albert opens the box albert like releases all of this magic and so everything in the house comes to life and you're going through the house as everything like he's this monkey is trying to control everything it's really cool but it is a pretty new ride it's i think i want to say like 2013 2012 ish i don't remember when hong kong disneyland opened but it was an opening day attraction at hong kong disneyland and it has really nice animatronics. Like, the animatronics are really smooth. They're really cool. They're not necessarily lifelike because it's supposed to be more of a cartoony version. Mm-hmm. But just, I I saw a ride-through a little while ago. I didn't look it up yesterday when I was doing my research. But it's really cool. It's just not Haunted Mansion, but it's based around it. Yeah, like, it has similar aspects. Mm-hmm. And it's just super cute as well. Like, I think it's a super cute ride. And also, all the music is by Danny Elfman, who wrote all the music for A Nightmare Before Christmas and a lot of Tim Burton movies. Yeah. Wait, have you... You haven't ridden it, though, right? I've never been to Hong Kong. Okay. I I was like... She actually... Oh, I guess you might have... You watched a ride through, didn't you? I watched a ride through. Okay. I was like... like, I was like... She, like, knows all about this. I was like, has she been on it? I also... So, like, that's the one thing about me is I'm so, like, I do a lot of research about, like, true crime, paranormal, you know, that stuff. But, like, for me, like, Disney has my heart. And I do so, I will sit for hours and hours and hours. Like, every time I would go to a new park, every time I would go back to Disneyland or Disney World, I would read every Wikipedia page I could about all the rides and everything. I'm just, like, really obsessed. So, I just want to know everything about it. And for me, like, that was, like, one thing. Like, I've probably said this so many times, but one thing about, like, what I loved about working there was, like, getting to find out all the backstage secrets, back 
stage secrets because that's what I love about Disney is like all the little details that you wouldn't notice as just like a normal park goer because there's so much going on but all the stories and all the secrets behind it is what makes it so much better to me mm-hmm. that's why like a lot of people are like oh like when I worked at Disney like I lost all my magic for me it really enhanced it because I wanted to know everything and I, I've always wanted to know everything about it and it made me feel like I was in on the secret that everyone else was in as well and I loved it so that's what I love so I, I have a lot of research because the next one Manta Manor the reason I said this last because this is like the coolest one to me because it has such an elaborate backstory that the other rides don't have so however the thing with Phantom Manor is I haven't been on it what so when I went to Disneyland Paris it was closed because they're doing a giant refurb on it and it's not even open yet it was supposed to be open in fall of like last year but they pushed it back to April like that's how big of a project they're doing because it was closed it was closed in may of last year and it's not even going to be open until like april of this year man and you didn't even get to see it i know i was so angry i like i didn't know about it until like a few days before we were leaving to europe i looked at because jenny always like releases the calendar when rides are going to be closed and i looked and it was like phantom manor is closed and i was like ah, why are you doing this to me that's so sad i would have been so devastated Yes, because, so, one of the things, like, I don't like Frontierland that much because, mostly because I'm scarred of Frontier, like, scarred from li- working, working in Pegasus. Yeah. Pegasus, Salto, and then Cafe Yeehaw. And so, <laughs> we, Frontierland but also has my favorite ride, which is Thunder Mountain. I love Thunder Mountain. It just makes me so happy. Like, every time I go, like, I'm not, I can't stop smiling. It's just, like, so great. I love that ride. And what I really like about the Phantom Manor is that it actually incorporates a lot of that aspects because it is in Frontierland at Dis- what's it called? Disneyland oh, Paris. Disneyland Paris. Also, Disneyland Paris's Thunder Mountain is the best Thunder Mountain in the entire world because it actually goes underwater. So Thunder Ooh. Mountain at Disneyland Paris is in the middle of the lake. So like the ride obviously is on the land, and then the you go through the first tunnel and then you go underwater. It's really cool. It's just like it's one of the actually like the most popular attractions there. Basically, Frontierland at Disneyland Paris has a completely different backstory than any other Frontierland as well, and that's part of what happened, like what is incorporated into Front- uh, Phantom Manor. So, Frontierland at Disneyland Paris is known is a th- it's a little town called Thunder Mesa, and Big Thunder Mountain is part of this as well. So, let me tell you the entire story. So, get ready because the story is uh, over a page long. Oh, oh, we thought this would be a short episode. <laughs> I never thought it would be. Oh. I thought it would be very long because I love talking. (laughs) So, the story. Henry Ravenswood was a western settler who found gold in Big Thunder Mountain. He got rich and decided that he was going to live there. And he founded Thunder Mesa Mining Company, which also meant he founded the town Thunder Mesa, a.k.a. Frontierland. He became rich and built a nice house, which turned into Phantom Manor later. This is an FYI. And he lived there with his wife and his daughter, his wife Martha and their daughter Melanie. Big Thunder Mountain was rumored by natives to be home to the Thunderbird, which is a powerful spirit possessing treasure. Legend says that the wrath of the Thunderbird would create a giant earthquake, killing the entire town and destroying everything. However, Henry Ravenswood was a jerk. He didn't believe any of the stories and just kept mining and just kept going and going and going. However, the gold started drying up. They they just couldn't find it anymore and they just had to keep digging deeper into the mountain. So, as time went on, Melanie, his daughter, became a beautiful young woman. She became engaged to a trade engineer named Jake, which is a stupid name for a romantic character in, like, the 1800s. <laughs> like, it could have been Jacob. Yeah. You know, like, even just Jacob, but it's Jake. Yeah. Whatever. So, Jake was a trade engineer, and he wanted to take her away from Thunder Mesa and, like, start a new life. However, her dad was not happy, and he tried to stop the wedding as much, like, in any way possible however he was unsuccessful because an earthquake happened and killed him and martha so the earthquake kind of devastated a lot of the town and killed a lot of people however melanie and jake were alive they thought this had happened because the thunderbird bird had woken up and was really angry because they were digging deeper and deeper into the sacred like thunder mountain big thunder mountain and after this happened, the family was never heard from again. So do you, like, see the Thunderbird on Big Thunder Mountain stuff? No. Oh. No, you do not. However, rumors spread about what actually had happened. So 
after the earthquake happened, I believe it was after the earthquake happened. I'm not 100% sure. I'm really confused about the timeline because the Wikipedia page like really gave a really crappy description. So on Melanie's wedding, Melanie and Jake's wedding day, a mysterious phantom appeared in the house. The phantom lured Jake to the attic where he hanged him in the rafters. So Jake was dead. But Melanie didn't know what had happened. All their guests were there and she sat alone in the ballroom waiting for Jake to come. Hours went by without the groom and all the guests left. Melanie was alone in the house with just her maids and her butlers and she was devastated. She never took off her wedding dress or tossed away her bouquet and she wandered around the house aimlessly singing songs about a lost love. However, the phantom was still in the house. He was laughing at her human devotion to her intended husband. And as Melanie just wandered around the house in a sad, lifeless state, the phantom began to invite his demonic friends from the afterlife to fill the house in an internal party. A dark curse fell upon the house because of all the demons in the house. Yes. And over time, the shape of the house was slowly transformed by evil forces, making it look really scary and daunting. And also it got really gross. No one ever went back to the house and the house began to decay with age. It was rumored that Melanie had lost her mind and spent the rest of her life wandering around the house, singing softly while ghosts and the de- while the ghosts and demons danced and partied around her. She was reminded of her wedding everywhere she went. She never found his body? She never found his body. I don't know why she didn't freaking go into the attic, but it's fine. So the earthquake that killed her parents had cut a huge gouge in the west half of the property. And, like, a huge, like, basically, like, a giant, like, split in the land. And the Thunder... Ma- and Thunder... And also Thunder Mesa. Like, Thunder Mesa was, like, devastated by this earthquake. And th- Thunder Mesa became a ghost town. So the buildings began to, like, fall into decay. And they got really old. And there was a... They believed that the buildings had been possessed by the demons as well. And that there was now a dark supernatural version of the town called Phantom Canyon. And it was thought that anyone who entered the Phantom Canyon at night might never come back. But no one knows if Melanie Ravenswood is still alive in the house. Her voice carries over the town at night still, and people see lights in the house. So that's the backstory. Basically, the whole point is like you go on the ride, and then you see like so. It's the first part of the ride is pretty similar to the Haunted Mansion. Mm -hmm. But then, because I also watched a ride through of this as well. So the first part of it is very similar to the Haunted Mansion, but then at the end of it, the graveyard scene is actually this, like, dark Phantom Canyon version, which is really interesting. Oh, I need to watch the ride throughs. I love ride throughs, man. But that's Phantom Manor for you. It's really cool, and I really wish I could go on it. That's really sad, but, like, I just love the giant backstory of it. Yeah. Like, they just don't really have it. For the other ones, but... So, which one is your favorite one? Out of all of them? Yes. I like Disney World, actually. Yeah, my, that's my favorite, too. I was not going to say... Actually, I'm going to say it. I was kind of disappointed in Disneyland's. Disneyland is cool, but it's just, like, it's the same. And then Disney World has some extra... Things. One. Yeah, and I don't know, like, I w- I guess because I hyped it up so much because I was like, I love Night Before Christmas, I love the Haunted Mansion, it's like my two favorite things combined. I might like it better, like, not Nightmare Before Christmas, but I felt like it was just, like, super short. Like, it was over, and I was like, wait, like, it's over? Like, I was very, I don't know, I was very disappointed because I love the Haunted Mansion, but Disney World's, I could ride it every day, all day, and be perfectly fine. There was, yeah, there was one time where I went and I was with my friend because we were going before work when I was working at Pecos and it was pouring rain. Like it was absolutely pouring, but we didn't know that until we got off the ride, but then they actually just let us go on the ride right away again because oh. they were like, it's raining. Like you can just go on it as many times as you want as until the rain stops. Okay. So nice. But we had to go to work. So we yeah. afterwards. but it was so nice of them. I love it. So we have a special little guest on this Haunted Mansion episode, my little cousin, Brighton. Hi, Brighton. Hi. So, Brighton, you came to see me when I was at Disney World, and you got to ride the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Tell me what you think about it. I find it's the greatest ride ever. Yeah, you like it a lot? Yeah. What do you like about it? What's your favorite part? When they get scared. When you get scared, that's your favorite part? Yeah. When you're scared? Yeah. What about when the ghosts sit in your lap? I'm scared to death. 
<laughs> you were scared. You got off the ride and said it was like ten thousand thumbs up. Yeah, because I like because I like to be scared. You like being scared? <laughs> All right. Is that all? Is there anything else you want to say about the haunted mansion? I like it because it's real cool. So it actually goes really fast. I don't, it does not go fast. But <laughs> all right. You want to you say bye to everyone? Bye, everyone. Say thanks for having me on the show. Thanks for having me on the show. Bye, Brighton. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's the cutest thing in the whole entire world. How old is he? Brighton, how old are you? Seven. seven. He's seven. How is he related to you? Because I'm always very confused and I don't want to ask. He is my cousins like my mom's niece hold on hey get out of my purse what are you doing no it's my it's my calendar please please go oh my gosh it's not a journal please (laughs) keep all of that in (laughs) is your diary is that your diary diary. (laughs) it's literally my calendar but okay anyway so he is my my first cousin's son so my mom's great nephew yeah, so he's the funniest child in the entire universe. He goes, it was a fast roller coaster. <laughs> I know. I was like, no, it's not. Well, um, just so you guys know, it's not a fast roller coaster. I, at least the two that I went on were very slow moving rides. Oh, very slow. <laughs> Brian is lying. I know. One more thing I forgot to mention, too, is the Phantom Manor is like twice as long as the other ones. Oh, my goodness. I'm- the one at Disney World is like 10 minutes, so... Yeah, it's like 14 minutes. Okay, it's not twice as long, but it's pretty long. Yeah, that's pretty awesome, though. Me go to Disneyland well, Paris. I'm going to watch a ride-through of this as soon as we're done. I know, same. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so <laughs> that was our little discussion. Little fun facts about the Haunted Mansion, which I know like isn't really like paranormal. like It's not a real ghost or anything, but it's where our name came from, so we felt like we should discuss it, and it's the best ride ever. So I think what I've learned is that honestly, like we are really missing out on having just a straight up Disney podcast because I feel like we would be a lot more successful <laughs> with that, in my opinion. Yeah, we. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, I feel like I could do it because I know a lot without even researching it anymore because i just know it off the top of my head yeah everything about disney check out alicia's podcast (laughs) (laughs) and i'm not gonna create because i'm lazy yeah but maybe we'll do some more disney themed you know episodes here and there we'll talk about the ghosts of disney Ooh, yeah disneyland deaths Ooh, yeah there are some deaths yeah one day we'll do like a disney like creepy disney episode all the ghosts yeah so let's say some good things i know there wasn't like really anything bad like in this episode where we need to say good things but is there anything good right now that's happening though like let's be real yes i had i have a good thing you want to hear it i'll go first okay yeah you go first. so maddie the little baby i talk about literally all the time last night she was over at my house and i got off work and she was really fussy she hadn't slept a lot and so I was holding her, and I was, like, bouncing her, and I was singing to her, because she likes the song Listen from Dreamgirls for some reason. I don't know why, oh, but that song I makes her, yeah, it makes her stop crying, which is so funny. But, so I was singing, like, musical songs to her, and um, I was I was singing Defying Gravity, and this little baby looks up at me. And I'm singing to her, and she smiles the biggest smile. And I, like, start crying. I was like, she's smiling at me. She likes what I sing to her. And it was, like, and from then on, like, from that song on, like, any song I sung to her, she would just look at me and smile. And, like, my parents would come and, like, try to get her to look at them, like, just, like, look at her. And she just, she, like, locked eyes with me, and I would, and just watched me sing. And it was, Aww. it was the sweetest thing ever i love it. i was crying like the end i couldn't even sing the songs because i was crying but it made me so happy oh so i i don't know if you have a good thing that i like, can top that but <laughs> like i really don't like honestly like this week has been terrible and i'm just like on the verge of a mental breakdown every five seconds but that's like what i'm at yeah sometimes there's bad weeks but just think we'll be seeing each other soon so True. True, true, true. Um, yeah, so if you don't have a good thing, it's okay. I know. I'm trying to think of one. I can't. Oh, I think one good thing that I've been really proud of myself. I am notoriously bad at saving money. Yeah. Because I spend money all the time. And my New Year's resolution 
was to not spend as much money because I'm about to be an adult in a little while at some point in my life. And I need to make sure that I have, I am able to survive. And so, so far I have not spent very much personal money. Well, I'm very proud of you for not spending all your money. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. All right. Well, you guys, we have someone back to in the podcast. Go follow my Instagram and Facebook at Happy Hot Pongrass. Pongrass. Like, subscribe, review, and happy haunts, everyone. Bye.